Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican Mentelect, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, Intellectual Nubin Menkaris, and this is Mentelect Radio, and tonight, tonight we're going to be discussing who is the real Messiah and what are the miracles that he brings. Now, I'm going to say this first and foremost. Um, if people bear witness of a living Messiah, a living Messiah, even the so-called Christ figure, right, that was in the Bible that they talked about in the New Testament, only came for a small group of people, a chosen group of people, very small. However, this person, this Christ figure, changed the lives of a lot of, you know, just by that story, that whole account, that whole account of this person who came for such a small group of people caused a mega shift in the world, right? Again, I'm not, I'm not, I don't acknowledge or acknowledge that the character of Christ exists, but my point is, is that this person or this so-called character, his actions his so-called actions with just a small chosen group of people has affected the world, you see. Because, again, when you are focusing on a small collective group, which is like what I'm doing, focusing on a small collective group, I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, convince the world of anything. The world already got their mind made up about me and what I teach before I even started teaching it. They already got their mind made up. I'm a false prophet. I'm a cult leader. They say the same thing over and over and over and over again. They say they label everybody that. And my thing is this. The mere fact that all of this low-level, degenerate, three-dimensional energy that is really based on keeping down an elect few, a chosen few people, keeping them down. See, because that's really why a real Messiah is hated, because, see, a real Messiah will raise up real people mentally. We're not talking about no fairy tales here. We're not talking about no, oh, he's going to do some uh, pop up out the sky and everybody's going to rise up into the sky and this, that, the third, and everybody's going to be t- turned into uh, 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 people with white robes on and wings out of their back. That's narrative. That's stories. Most of that is com- coming from the ancient world where they showed in the ancient world the Sumerians, which again comes from the Sumerians, where they showed you uh, figures, beings with wings on their backs. That goes back to the ancient world, goes back to Egypt, goes back to Sumeria. They showed you winged people who they referred to as angels, right? And now in modern day, they just plagiarized it and took it. But my point is that somewhere in the world where a man is attempting and is raising people's minds collectively, that teaching will spill out into the masses, even though it's not really meant for the masses. The fact that a man in this day and time can come through all this degenerate negativity in this degenerate world where people 
have made wrong right and right wrong. The fact that a man in this day and time could stand up in righteousness and stand separate away from the people and raise a people in that mindset up mentally, separate from everybody, that's a miracle. Raising a group of people mentally is a miracle when you are living in a world full of a bunch of submental people. When you are able to raise the minds of a people, change their way of thinking, raise the frequency and vibration, and thus a vibrational effect on the world, and even in their bloodline and their seed and their children, you're creating a vibrational effect. This Messiah, this messenger, is creating a vibrational effect in the people, raising their minds, changing their way of thinking. And see, that scares a lot of people. That scares a lot of people. That puts a lot of people on alert. Why? Because, again, in this three-dimensional realm, pretty people pretty much want you to stay on a submental level. See, because people are comfortable with everybody on a submental level. People are comfortable with that. You see, people are comfortable with being on a submental level. And when you're saying something beyond that, that bothers people because people are fragile. Humans are fragile mentally. They're mentally weak, right? And for the most part, anybody who is coming to alter a situation, extend the situation, open the door for greater things to come through, they they tend to view that as a threat because they know they're not going to be a part of that. You see, in this three-dimensional realm, Black people are supposed to think a certain way. White people are supposed to think. Well, white people are given more freedom to think how they want to think, right? But black people, y'all are supposed to. This is why, and I'm saying, black people, so-called black people, people who are labeled black, you're supposed to think a certain way. You're supposed to act a certain way. You're supposed to have a, a certain level of intelligence, and it should only be uh, given out by white people or people who they have accepted to be educational uh, um, authoritarians over the world. See, if you go past that, if you break past it, if you think outside that, you are considered a threat. So now, as a Messiah or a living messenger comes with a greater message, a greater, um, a greater transmission for a chosen few, for an elect, that's considered strange and thus a threat. People are taught to, you know, to distrust that type of person who brings forward that way of thinking, who raises up a people. But for that frequency to be able to get through, for it to get through and, it, and for it to make sense, logical sense in a world that is working in an illogical state and a submental state, that's a miracle. Anyone who could bring forth an image, a vision of the Lord, the Creator, the Most High, which is Amen, and I prove to you all that it's Amen. I don't care what nobody say. Don't let nobody try to dissuade you and lie to you and whatnot. See, this is why people, at the end of their prayers, I don't care what they tell you. Don't let them lie to you and try to remix it and try to get you to believe what they're trying to say and whatnot. They're trying to, because, again, people want to be right, as you heard last night. People rather be right than be truthful. People are uttering the name Amen. I don't care what race you are, white, black, Asian, whatever you are, Christian, Muslim, Israelite, Jew. It don't matter. Mason, whatever. 
this American government with their amendments. Amen is the Lord. Amen is the true and living Lord. The true and living. And no one is bringing that forward but me. No one. No one. And bringing it forward in pure reality. To be able to do that and not have it bleed over into these sub-mental teachings and religions that are out here today, that's a miracle. To be able to give an even train of extended thinking to an elect or chosen few, that's a miracle. That's a miracle. Because with that, that's only the beginning. When you have people thinking different, they are aligning themselves with something higher. Obviously, there's a higher the nation, there's an extended destination in which we are heading, obviously. Obviously, there's an extended destination, an extended path in which we are heading toward, obviously. So being that we're heading in that destination, we're heading in that path, being that we are regenerating and becoming renewed people of the next we're being tuned into a whole nother frequency. The person who has the ability to tune his people into a whole nother frequency, a living frequency, not something that I'm making up. Because like I told these people the other day, that's why I said, I ain't going to deal with this no more. You know, when you're dealing with dead people, dead, mentally dead people, it's useless to keep talking to them. They're never going to get it. They don't want to get it. Because this is a world of submental division. And the submental division is making itself more and more divided. And what is the division? The division is coming in the form of the fourth dimension in which the elect are being raised. If a messenger can make that flesh, if a messenger can make that real, and how you make it flesh, how you make it appear, how you make it real is first you give it to the people mentally. As you receive it, the Messiah or the messenger of Amun receives it and gives it to the people. Receives it and gives it to the people. And when they start to be able to, when they're able to picture it, but not being abstract, not being all spiritual and all this spiritual talk, because all that's just smoke and mirrors. All that spiritual talk is smoke and mirrors. That's vague instead of vivid. I've given you nothing but vivid images. But you're going to have certain people who want to make it vague because that's how they can play games. That's the folly demons. They don't want to just say what it is, straight talk. See, because straight talk produces real pictures, real images. And what happens is that the world starts to be altered. The world is getting altered. The miracle that the Messiah brings is an alteration of the world. Somebody asked me something on the uh, cast I did the other night, they said, well, what prophecy or what revelation is Amen bringing? I said the raising of the elect. The raising of the elect. That's the prophecy right there. The raising in and the coming in of a next world. And that's already happening. Because if we are thinking outside the box toward a greater destination, obviously there's something to move forward to. You can't go no place where there is nothing. You can go no place where there is nothing. Something has to be there in order for you to go there. So we are mentally and physically very soon going to a place, heading toward a place that is really 
making itself open in this world. We are literally, through this miracle, bringing in the next world. The Messiah is the open door to that next world through the words. The words open doors. The words alter things. You see, the next world is terraforming this world. The next world, the fourth dimension, is terraforming this world right now. You see, that's why people are in a frenzy. Remember I told you all, how many people remember that? And they, they kept saying, we were in the year 2000, the world going to come to an end. The year 2000, the world going to come to an end. And they kept saying that. It did come to an end. It did come to an end, and something new or something next started to uh, began, I should say. And that miracle... Right, because again, the word miracle, miraculous, something that is marvelous, something that is surprising, something that is out of this world, as they say. A miracle is something, on the, um, is an event or a series of events that are extraordinary, out of the norm. That's a miracle, right? Well, you tell me, getting a bunch of people to think outside the box, outside of religion, outside of science, outside of everything that they've been taught, outside of even being black people. You're going to tell me that's not a miracle? I have not heard of anyone, any leader, so-called black leader today, that has taken his people out of blackness. I have not. Not even Elijah Muhammad did that. He didn't take his people out of blackness. Dr. York didn't do that. Not Marcus Garvey, none of those people did that. They all stuck with the black thing. Nobody was able to detect that the the blackness or the darkness of the so-called black was really a program on our people. And that we were the first people of illumination. Nobody told our people that we're really not part of the human race at all. We are a whole other species known as Amun. And that they are giving praise to our people, the elect, who fell. No one is teaching our people that. All of our leaders taught that we were part of the human race. But the miracle and what the Messiah or the message of Amun has brought is that we are not. And it made sense. See, a messenger, a Messiah, brings higher clarity, higher frequency, and logical sense to everything that they say. That's a miracle in itself. That's miraculous. Anybody can do magic tricks. Anybody can do that. Hell, that's, the people say in the York's, uh, um, uh, you know, community, he used to do magic tricks with the secret ash and all that other stuff. And, you know, you have to put on as the man who can make the sacred ash appear and all this other stuff. Now, I've never seen him do that. I have seen him transform but like i said you, you know you have to do sometimes people like theatrics like that and the power and the messiah is he don't have to cater to people's desires for theatrics and drama he don't have to cater to that because the power and the messiah and the miracle of the messiah is that he's only going to pull those toward him who are meant to be there the chosen people are just that, the chosen people. They're already sealed already. The Messiah's job is literally just to send out the transmission to pull those people in. It ain't for nobody else. It's not. 
You see, usually the people in religion, they had to try and throw out a net and get everybody. That's why Elijah Muhammad and them kept using black man and black this and black that because they were trying to cast out a huge net to grab everybody and then toss off who they didn't want on the side. We ain't doing that. I started off by telling you that I'm not here to teach black people anything. I started off saying that. I'm the one that started off saying, what 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 teacher have you know ever said something bold like that? And I'm supposed to be a so-called black man. I started off saying mental health is not for black people. You see, I started off saying that. So once you start off making bold statements like that with a beast, I've been telling us that we black people, we Negroes, we African and all that, you're making a very bold statement there. Because not only are you, because people are expecting, oh, this is going to be some black thing, hate whitey and whatnot, because they already programmed to think that way about black people and everything. The Messiah and the miracle of the Messiah is that he is going to ascend that. And he will ascend that by having everyone upset with him at certain points. What do I mean by that? Because you'll have black people that listen and be like, oh, yeah, he for us. I'm like, no, I ain't. Then you hear white people say, yeah, see, he bashing the black people. He kind of standing on, I ain't standing on their side neither. I'm not standing on nobody's side. You see, there's another side. There's an extended side. And, yes, this world is being altered by the power of Amun, by the message of Amun. And like I said, they can sit up here and lie to you, and even, like I said, in their own ignorance, by trying to deny who the true Lord is, no one has ever raised up the true and living Lord, the true and living God, for lack of a better word. And I don't even like to use that because, again, religion. Religion, no. The Lord, the living law and order in a race of people known as Amen to be transformed out of blackness and into a state of brightness, into a state of illumination. That's a miracle. And again, that comes by way of clarity. The one who is able to start the alteration of a people, turning them into a higher mental race of beings, turning them into a race of beings who are channeling into telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition. That's a miracle. Getting so-called black people to raise their minds to that level, right? Getting so-called black people, bringing them out, even though we ain't raising no black people, but getting people who are formerly known as black. And again, you ain't never heard nobody say that before. We're formerly known as black people. No more. No more in the darkness. No more in the image and in the shadows of white people or anybody else. We don't do this for them. We don't do this because we hate them. We don't do this because we're against nobody. This is strictly for us. Again, that's a miracle that we are putting our focus and our energy into us for the future. We ain't thinking about nobody other than us. We ain't thinking about white people. We ain't thinking about black people. We ain't thinking about mixed race people. We ain't thinking about the humans, period. We are here for the evolution of us. All the leaders that came prior were still connected to the human race, to the frailty, the mental frailty of the human race. And you got to see the mental frailty last night. They're all on the same frequency as dead receivers. And we are the living that is being transformed, that are being extended. 
This is a living reality. For those who are in acceptance of it, this is the real Messiah. This is the real messenger. This is the real living Messiah. Whether you like it or not. See, they want the Messiah to be some ah spook thing, some uh, unseen thing. And to them, the messenger or the Messiah appears that way. Because the Messiah is so far out of reach for them. The Messiah is so uh, uh, separate from them. This is how the Messiah appears to them. This is how the messenger appears to them. But he's not for them. They will always be in a state of confusion when it comes to the messenger or the Messiah because the Messiah is not for them. And a lot of people don't like to feel as though they are left out, but they are. They are. See, Christ accepts everyone. Christ is the false God, the false Messiah, the false, how you say, son son of man, the false one. Because he accepts everybody and his miracles. Because, again, notice this, everything you know about a Messiah and miracles comes from what? The story of Jesus. That's what you know. That's how you know. That's what you believe. Notice what I said, believe. That's what you believe a Messiah or a so-called Christ is through the story of the Council of Nicaea in 325 or what they said a Messiah or a messenger was. Story, narrative. But like I pointed out last night, if you haven't had a living Messiah standing right in front of you in physical flesh doing the work of a Messiah, then you can't say what's real and what's not. You are caught up on the story. You are caught up on the narrative. You caught up on a character in a book. You see, that's how it usually works. But what do we know about characters in books? They're false. Or they're based on, or, you know, when they when people write about a character in the book, what do they do? They hype the character up because that gives the character more appeal. Christ has more appeal because of the story, and that's how the story was written. He's a man of miracles, walking on water, making fish out of one, making bread. And that's to capture the imagination of people. That's really to capture the imagination of people. That's why the writers, the writers of the character Christ, made all these far out, uh, uh, all these far out uh, um, claims about this Jesus character. You see. They made all these far-out claims because that captures the imagination of the people. He walked on water. He turned fish into one fish and, 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 and into a many and had wine and all this other stuff, right? Gave everybody fish sandwiches and wine, right? But yet he couldn't keep himself off the cross and getting killed, hung on a cross. Because, see, that's all narrative. That's stories. You see? That's meant to capture the imagination of people. People love mystery. People love mystery. And that's all a miracle is. A miracle is nothing but mystery, nothing but a mystery occurrence. That's all a miracle is, a mystery occurrence, you see. But the true miracle to those who are intelligent, those who are extending their thought, is really not a mystery at all. It's a logical reality because as 
you are being raised mentally as we are being raised collectively as the elect, as we are being raised mentally, we are being extended in our thoughts. So therefore, when we hear something, we see something, when we start to inherit these mental capabilities, like I told you, we already done been up to telepathy already. We already started getting strong in our telepathy. That in itself is a miracle because the beast don't really, he teaches that telepathy is something that's far out, something that's, you know, different from the people. No, this is what he teaches. This is not something of the norm. So we already starting to move into the, as they say, paranormal. We already starting to move into that. As mentalists, we already start to move into the paranormal. We already starting to ascend into certain things mentally because our level of thinking has extended. Anyone who is able to cause that shift, any one man who is able to cause that shift without having to rely on the previous teachings of the old world, that's a messiah, and that is a receiver, and that is the true messenger. And he is performing miracles on the people, bringing people to a higher state of understanding, a higher state of being. That's a miracle. Because I told you the beast works night and day to keep people in a submental frequency. That's why he got all these TV shows up here, all these TV channels. It's basically dumb people down in the program them. You see? He wants to keep everybody on a submental level. You see, this is why everybody got Netflix in their house. Everybody got Netflix. I noticed something in Netflix, and uh, you know, I found it to be strange. I'm just, you know, just a sidebar. Why, why are all of the black documentaries and black a lot of the black productions on Netflix under Black Lives Matter, which is an LGBT organization? The story that the uh, documentary on Malcolm Kill Malcolm X, this guy Clarence Avon, so-called Black Godfather, is all under Black Lives Matter LGBT. I find that interesting. I've seen that up under there, but that's you know what that's trying to basically tell you is why Netflix and all these things possible is so you know it's so popular is because it is meant to keep people's level of thinking low program them to think as those people who are producing these shows, programming you to think because they know the power of getting your imagination, getting your attention. And they really don't want to have anybody break their program, break their stream of submental thought. So if you come in with something that's not in alignment with the agenda, then they're going to call you a cult. They're going to call you a cult leader. They're going to try and make it seem like you're dangerous, all because... You think a totally different way than everybody else, but you're supposed to have freedom of thought. The Messiah, the messenger, and the miracle of freeing the minds of the people into a higher dimension, to a higher state of logic and rationale, that's a miracle within itself. That's a powerful miracle because so much here is meant to hold you down. So many people have walked with us in this community and have fallen to the wayside because they were mentally weak. They wanted to embrace the three-dimensional world of the beast, they still wanted to be black people. You see, they are emotionally attached to being black, and the messenger, the messiah, only came for those who are mentally strong and only to raise their minds to that higher level. They are the ones who see him as a living messiah, a messenger of Amen. I told you all messiah means is messenger of Amen. And I told you before, I don't care what nobody says, 
they all bear witness, even the American government bear witness that Amun is the true Lord and that God is something that they ferreted out to the people. And this lie about a miracle, again, miracles are fantasy. Miracles in the Bible are fantasy. They're fantasy. If you haven't seen anybody perform these miracles, then it's fantasy. That's all. You see, a true Messiah, his work is just that work. It's heavy work. It's focused work. It's mental work. See, people miss the so-called Jesus because, see, even when you're building on and building on and making up things and trying to make people extra more than what they are, at the foundation of that character is some kind of reality. Because what do I, what do I mean by that with Jesus? I don't mean the character was real, but what I'm saying is that the character's job and the so-called miracles he performed are really at the base and the foundation of his work. What do I mean? His real work, his real miracles of that character was to raise a people, bring them together, gather a people, whether it be 12 or whether it was people that came out of the 12. His thing was to gather those people and to teach it and change things. That was the real miracle. How many, how you know, all that doing water into wine and fish and all that other stuff, those are little magic tricks that were very small in the life of this Christ person. But they're not looking at him teaching and gathering people and whatnot and doing stuff like that. They don't. That's not the miracle, to be able to get people on the same page mentally. You see, and that's why I kept saying that about the guy the last night, the Israelites. That's how I said you, you. That's how you know these people are not God's chosen people because they're not on the same page mentally. They're not on the same page mentally. That's a miracle that you can get people to think on the same page. You see, to cooperate, to work together, especially so-called black people, where everything was basically the beast done, everything to tear you apart mentally, to create these different, uh, uh, to create these different ideologies in your people, to create separation, and so in this day and time, a Messiah that brings those people out of that and elects few, a chosen few, and brings them together, that's a miracle. That's who is spoken about in the Revelation, a Messiah who would come and unite those people who are the elect, who are the chosen, putting them on on one accord and rejecting everybody else. If that is a miracle in the Revelation of a Christ coming, well, who's doing that today? Who's doing that today? All these so-called leaders of today who might want to call themselves messiahs and messengers and and, and and apostles and disciples and, and what else, and uh, uh, um, God in the flesh and, 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 and the son of man, they all following the narrative of the human race. They all following the narrative of the white man. Whether they preach in Islam, Christianity, Judaism, I ain't heard nobody talk outside the box but us. Tell me I'm wrong. Who is speaking outside the box but us? When you hear mentelect, you know it comes to us. When you type in the word mentelect, you see pictures of us come up. Who's doing that other than us? You see? Who's doing it other than us? Again, 
miracles in the Bible, which is what people think miracles are, it's all meant to be a hype job. It's all meant to attract people. It's all meant to mesmerize people because people, the more mesmerized people are, the more attracted they are. But see, when you got just somebody who's just doing the work and just teaching and, you know, just teaching the people, that's not as exciting. You see, that's not as exciting. It's not as exciting to the people who are looking for somebody to do magic tricks and looking for buildings to blow up and people to see. That's because that's what your Christians, Muslims, and Israelites are looking for. They're looking for destruction. They're looking for somebody to come back and turn water into wine and multiply loaves and fish and all this other stuff, which is all just cap. It's game. That's narrative. That's false. And why I say it's false is because if I didn't see it, if they didn't see it, then it's a story at best. It may be a true story, it may not be, but we know the character Christ is not real. But that's, And if he's not real, then his miracles are not real. If Jupiter, Zeus, which that's where Jesus come from, that person, that character is not real, then how can the miracles be real? Because that's what they base miracles on, what Jesus did. You ask anybody what a miracle is and whatnot, they're going to go right to the Bible. And they're going to tell you about Christ turning water into wine and, you know, and coming from the heavens and all this, you know, elaborate stuff in the book. They're going to do all that. But realistically, because that's what I was trying to get at yesterday, realistically, how many of y'all think that's real? How many of you think that's real? When I kept asking the brother, and I, I'm not even going to harp on this, but I just had to make a point. When I kept trying to ask the brother concrete and logical questions, because the whole point of me and that brother logical, the Israelite brother logical questions about the Bible and certain things, is because he kept saying we need to pull scripture this and pull this scripture and pull that scripture. You would be doing that all day because you got many people that wrote in the Bible. You got a lot of people that wrote in the Bible, and they all wrote different things. So you can pull one thing literally that says one thing, and then somebody could come and pull another thing that says something different. I don't watch the Israelites do that. And they'll pull one thing to go against that person, and somebody will pull something else to go against that person. You'll do that all day. That's running in circles. The whole point is to find out how we got here, how we got here. And it's very simple. You apply logic and rational thinking. To be able to do that in this three-dimensional submental world where everybody's basically simple-minded and going off of narratives, going off of stories, going off of beliefs and so-called faith and whatnot, a bunch of ideologies who based, that's based around the book, that's a miracle to get people to think logical. To get people to think logically without emotion and all this other stuff, that's a miracle. And that's all I kept saying to this brother the other day. I said, I don't care about pulling scriptures and all that because you could pull something, somebody could pull something else, somebody could pull something. You can go in a circle all day. We're trying to find out how we got here. And I was showing them how we got here. But then you want to cause confusion and talk about pulling this scripture and pulling that scripture. If it ain't adding up to how we got here, I don't want to hear no stories. You see, people are trained to think, listen to stories and want to hear a bunch of narratives because, again, they are engulfed in that idea that a story equals a what? It equals reality. A story in their mind equals reality, especially if it's in a book called the Bible. A story in their mind equals reality, and that's not real. We have to know what's real 
and what's not real. That's why I said we don't even have to talk about the Bible no more. I already made it point clear that we are the electors being raised in this day and time. Other than that, we don't even need it no more. Don't even need it. I'm bypassing the Bible now. I'm outside the Bible. We we done with that. Done with talking to the Israelite. We done with that because it's it's no use. The one the one thing that brother said that was right. They on a different path from us. We on another path. You see, and our path should never cross. We are of Amen, and we know what the real miracles are. The real miracles are that we are standing here in this day and time, raising Amen in this day and time again. You see, that's a miracle. Because we could have been we could have been like the rest of these Negroes out here still waiting on Christ and some Greco Roman God and all this other nonsense. We could have been out here bugged out of our mind talking crazy, reading out of a book over and over and over again, claiming they understand it, but yet you keep reading the same book over and over again. We're not in confusion. Those who are us who are walking in the image of Amen, we're not in confusion. We're not in a state of confusion, and that in itself is a miracle. Anyone who could bring an end to the confusion for the elect, for that chosen group of people, where we had, we could see clearly now without the beast sitting up here fumbling with our thought process, getting us to believe his foolishness, that's a miracle. Anybody could pull us through this belief because the beast went hard, man. He went hard. Television, radio, magazines, everything to produce this submental image in the minds of our people. He went hard, nonstop, and he's still going. And yet we came through it. What brought us through it? The Messiah brought us through it. The messenger of Amen brought us through it because if it had not been for this message, we would still be somewhere being black. Our lives would have never changed. And again, they're afraid of this message reaching the elect and extending and evolving and altering the lives of many more. Because, see, once you start altering the lives of many more, it starts a vibrational effect. Remember I said to you about the story of Jesus. The story of Jesus was meant to be just a little narrative about a guy who came and lived to the age of 32 or 33, and he died on a cross. And, you know, all the symbolism, which these people are too brain-dead to understand, all the symbolism, all the symbolic talking, the little bit of miracles he did for his people, that, you know, that, like I said, that's a very small very small story, a very small account of a person's life, yet you've got all these people who read it swear in the name of this story. So this has already altered the lives and the minds of people. That's all it took. That's all it took. Just a belief in a miracle altered the lives of these people forever. Because how was these people before a Christ? How were they before Christ? And now look at them now. So their minds have been altered just with the belief that the, a miracle took place. But again, that's really not miracles. That's magic. There's a difference between magic and miracles. You see, there's a difference. You see, magic tricks from a magician, a magi, one who uses a slide of the hand and knows how to manipulate images and, and you know, and knows how to do certain things to hand and do, you know, Illusions. Because what is a magician known for? Illusions. Do they say it's a what do they say magic tricks are? An illusion. Right? Was it optical illusion? Well, I forget what they said, I forget what they call it, but they call it an illusion. Those are tricks. That's ma that's that's 
magical tricks. You see, the description of this Christ and his miracles was nothing but magical tricks. So if when you see a magician today, a mad guy who is really nothing but a uh, a, a witch. Right, when you see them doing their magic tricks, see David Blaine and all them people, are they performing miracles? When you see David Blaine and them doing their tricks, are they performing miracles? Optical illusion. Are they performing miracles? When you see David Blaine and them, they could they they could I done seen the guy, what's the guy's name? Not David Blaine, what's the other guy's name? Uh uh the guy who ain't got no the, um I guess it, maybe it is Blaine. I thought it was another guy. You know. When you see them doing their tricks, I don't see him walk on water. I don't see this guy stand at the top of buildings, all kind of other stuff, and levitate off of his feet and things like that, even though levitation is real. I'm going to get into that in a minute. But when you see people doing stuff like that, when you see people doing stuff like that, is that really a miracle or is that a trick? Or is that mag- Those are just magic tricks. Performing miracles? No. Chris Angel, thank you. I, yeah, Chris Angel. You see, that's what the Israelites want to see. They want to see Chris Angel come back. That's the Christ they're looking for. They want Chris Angel to come back. They want Christ to come back as Chris Angel. Notice he used the name Angel, you see, to give that illusion that he is from above. To give that illusion that he's from above. You see, Angel, Chris Angel. No, that's not his real name. But to give the illusion that he's from above, you see. And these people, what did I tell you, the people in religion, they got the mindset of children. They really want Christ to come back and do magic tricks for them. They're not looking. That's they want magic tricks, but they but they think it's called miracles. Those are not miracles. Those are not miracles. Those are nothing but optical illusions and stories and accounts. The true miracle is raising the mind of the people. That's the miracle. Opening them up to the higher mental capabilities, telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition, NZN, NZN, one four four. That is the miracle. That's the real miracle. Raising the minds of the people, bringing them to a higher level of understanding, a greater knowledge. That's the miracle. That's Amen. See, Amen is real. God is false. Amen is real. Amen is real. You Israelites, Christians, and Muslims, you know that you use Amen at the end of your prayers, and you lie and try to say, oh, well, see, we're using it because it just means so be it. Then you heard this other guy say, oh, well, we use it to, to denote because y'all fell down as the Amen. But that don't even make sense. See, that's when, when, when people trying to be right, they'll say anything. They use it because deep down inside they know that's the name of the true Lord. The amendments, the government know that's the name of the Lord. They know. They know. But yet this is supposed to be a Judeo-Christian society. Then they should have had people following commandments, not amendments. That should have been the U.S. amendments. I mean, the U. The, it being it's a Judeo-Christian society, people should have been following the commandments. It should have been the, uh, the, the U.S. commandments, not the amendments. Why is Amon's name being... Uh, 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 uttered. Why is Amen name still here? Because that is the true Lord, and the man who comes in the image of Amen is the living Messiah. All these people that's coming after, 
all these people who are using Amish name, those are the false prophets. Those are the false prophets. Those are the real false prophets because the the real prophet comes first and gives the message. The false prophets come afterwards. Those are the false prophets with the fake miracles. You see, these people who call themselves standing up in the age of Christ and whatnot, these Christians, they come in the name of the false prophet. They come in the name Christ is a false prophet. That Christ in the Bible that they're talking about that lived on it and died on the cross at 33, which they don't even know that's dealing with masonry. They believe in a false prophet or in a false prophecy. They believe in that. Because how you know that is if they really, if that was real, if that was real, they would be all in one, on one, they would be on one accord. They would be on one accord. Just the word itself. They ain't got to wait for nobody to come back. If the word was strong, if it was powerful like that, then the word would be enough to put them all in one, in one in alignment. That would be the power of the message. If they, In other words, if Christ was a real person, a real Messiah, and he performed real miracles, then the, his words alone, which has gathered millions of people who calling themselves Christians, who calling themselves Muslims and Israelites and even Jews or whatever, well, the Jews don't believe in that. But I'm saying then that would be enough to gather the people, just the word. Him him coming here don't mean nothing. Because if the word is the power, then what do they need Jesus to come for? His word is still here on earth according to what his teachings is. So if his word was the power and all these people supposedly coming in the name of Jesus, the Christians, the Israelites, the Muslims, and they all believe in Christ, why isn't his word good enough to bring y'all all into one accord? Why is his word not good enough? Why he got to come back in physical flesh? Why does he have to come back in physical flesh? Because they want him to do magic tricks. That's why. Like children. That's really why. Yeah, see, when Christ come back, he's going to come back with 100 million angels, see, and he's going to take down the white man. See, when Christ come back, see, Christ going to elevate us, and we're going to go up in the heavens, and see, that's all, that's all, that's all magic tricks. That's all, that's all, that's, 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 that's people with childlike mentalities who like, that's people who like reading, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, what, uh, science fiction. They don't watch too many science fiction movies. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. The word was strong like that. If the, cause that's what, that the word, the, just the word and what Christ taught according to what they say about Christ being the Messiah, that should bring all the people together. They should be on one accord. There should be no racism. There should be no racism. There should be no sexism. There should be no hate. That everybody should be in righteousness. Because look at all the people that call themselves Christians. Look at all the people that got Jesus, so-called Jesus, tattooed on themselves. Well, look at all the evil they do. Look at all the evil they do. All the people that believe in Christ, look at all the evil they do. They kill people in the name of Christ. Right? They persecute people. The Christians, if you ain't a Christian, they ready to shout you down or instead of just going about their business. You see? Like these per- people came on here the other night. Here it is. These are people that was listening to me. These are people that listen to my broadcast, and these are the very same people who got on that Christ shit. Next thing you know, they telling me I'm damned. I'm a false prophet. They, they, these niggas listen to me, then turn around and insult me. Offer some, offer some, offer some character in a book. But here you can listen to me, take my message, take what I say, because you find, obviously you, you're mesmerized by the teaching because you, you listen. But then you want to get on some Christ thing. Then all of a sudden I'm a false prophet. I'm going to hell. I'm damned and everything else. But then you want to still listen to me. 
Do that even make sense? Does that sound like somebody who's mentally ill, bugged out of their minds? In one breath, you praising me for what I'm teaching, and what I, then you damning me because I don't want to believe in your stories. I don't want to accept your stories. I don't believe in your book, your, your, your character out of a book. Because if your character out of the book got you acting like this, got you talking about pulling these scriptures over and pulling these over there, and you still ain't got to the point of why we are the way we are, and you got all these stories and whatnot, and everything is, see, because you, and you, 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 and again, I'm not, you know, not to take shots, but my thing is if Christ got y'all acting like that, if Christ got you acting like that, giving up your money to these preachers and these reverends and, 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 and people could come in the name of Christ and whatnot, then I don't want Christ. That's the that's the energy of Christ. That's no miracle. There's no miracles there. There's no miracles there. The miracle would be okay. Y'all still reading Christ's word after he done been going two thousand years, and everybody together, everybody on the same page. The Christians, the Muslims, we ain't got no beef. We love Christ. We all follow Christ. This is what Christ said. We doing this, that, that, and the third. And by the way, the Christ. That's the miracle. That His word stand the test of time. That His word has the power in the minds of the people. But that's not so now, is it? Is it? That's not so. You got all these people who divided, confused, and they say, well, when Christ comes back, ain't going to be no confusion. I thought his word was the power. I thought his word was the power. If his word was the power, then he didn't need to come back. His, you said he was in the spirit. You said Christ is in the spirit. They, they're in the spirit more powerful than the flesh. So if Christ is in the spirit, and they say the spirit is more powerful than the flesh, then you don't need Christ to come back. His spirit still in you, and y'all doing the right thing. That's the miracle. That's the miracle. That would be the miracle. But being that there's confusion, there's no miracles there. You see? Raising a people, when I say, when they talk about raising the people, talking about raising the people mentally, that's a miracle. That's a miracle. Raising the people mentally, that's a miracle. What Elijah Muhammad did was a miracle. That was a miracle. Get, taking a bunch of people who had an Uncle Tom and Aunt Jemima mentality, a lot of people who still had an Uncle Tom mentality, and getting them to think beyond that Uncle Tom slave mentality, changing the ways and thinking of the people and raising their mind to a higher level about themselves and who they are, that's a miracle. That's a miracle. And I'm continuing that miracle. I'm continuing that. You see? Raising the minds of the people is a miracle. You see, when people come to me in my inbox, and when people inbox me or people in my comment section saying, and I'm seeing all the time, brother, you changed my life forever. Brother, you changed my life. I don't do this no more. You know how many people don't say thank you, like, brother, you changed my life. That's a miracle. When you can change the lives of people for the better, when they can come to you and say, brother, you changed my life. Brother, I'm doing this because I heard this broadcast over here, and I'm doing this. Even just in the broadcast I did about the prostate and breaking down the prostate and whatnot and why we got prostate cancer and whatnot, you have many people praising me for that, giving me praise, even though that's, I'm cool, you know what I'm saying, it's fine, but that's a miracle, being able to change the minds of people because people in this three-dimensional realm are hard-headed. They're hard-headed. The people in the three-dimensional realm are hard-headed. They're simple-minded. So if you're able to change that, if you're able to evolve them beyond that, that's powerful. 
there's no getting away from that. So keep in mind about what true miracles are. Keep in mind about that. Keep in mind that, you know, uh, this is all being performed on this social media that the beast runs. People are being raised through this social media. Look at the foolishness that people use social media for. The miracle, because you look at so many people using social media for foolishness and folly and stupidity. But look at what this social media is being used for. Look at what this medium is being used for to raise people. That's a miracle. Because the, because if it was if if I was a regular person just out here for money and chasing clout and, and YouTube views, I'd be up here just talking a bunch of nonsense like the rest of these people do. Acting like they saying something deep when they just talking a bunch of nonsense. If it ain't about raising the people, raising the elect, then what you talking about is nonsense. We'll be right back. <laughs>
I said it once and I'm going to say it again. Who are pushing this whole thing, this whole narrative? These people were pushing this, like I said, of miracles and things like this. If you ask the average person right now what is a miracle, you ask them to tell you what a miracle is. Nine times out of ten, they're going to point to some character called Jesus and what Jesus did. They'll point to a character called Jesus and what Jesus did. This is what they will do. They will point to a character called Jesus and what Jesus did and what Jesus said. This is what they will point to. They will go with a story, a narrative, a belief out of a book. They want to act like this belief in a book is real. You see? See, this is what makes the revelation stand out from everybody. People keep saying, see, Newman, you go in the book of Revelation and whatnot, but yet you disregard the rest of the Bible see, because the revelation is actually happening. That's really happening. You see, and I understand the symbolism of what's happening. That's really happening. Okay? That's really happening. Right in our faces. We're seeing it today. So when people tell me, oh, brother, you going, how are you going to take this, that, and third? How are you going to say this, that, and third? And you ain't doing this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, okay, but, but, but this is really happening. This ain't something that we got to believe. You see a raising of an elect. You see a fall of the society. You actually see that. You see a messenger who is raising the elect who ain't coming talking like everybody else, who not coming talking about uh, 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 Christ is coming for everybody and all this other stuff, who's talking about really a chosen elect few, because that's all it was about. You know, so anybody who could do that in this day and time, anybody who can accomplish raising the minds of people, that's a miracle changing people, extending people, altering people's perception. That's powerful. Altering people's perception is powerful. When the so-called magicians or the magi, right, the people who perform magic tricks, their whole thing is to alter your perception too because you come with a certain level of thinking when it comes to, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's real. So they come and perform tricks that you haven't seen before. So what are they doing? They're trying to alter your way of thinking. They're trying to alter your imagination. This is what they're trying to do. They're trying to alter your imagination. So whenever they're trying to alter your imagination, alter these images and put these images in your mind, this is what they're trying to show you. You see, this is what they're trying to show you. They're trying to alter your image and whatnot of what is real and what is not. And this is what they base miracles on. Because if you ask people, well, what is a miracle? They don't really have no answer. They don't really have no answer of what a miracle is. They have none. And they will never have a real, uh, how you say, they will never have a real understanding of what the miracle is. They will never have a real understanding of what the miracle is. They never will. They never have and they never will. So what they can do Ultimately, the only thing they can do is try and make things seem as though, oh, well, see, it's this way, or, well, see, it's that way, or, well, see, no. No, a miracle is just what it is. 
something out of the ordinary, something extraordinary. Someone who aligns you with something out of the ordinary or extraordinary. You want to tell me mentelec is not out of the ordinary? Mentelec is not extraordinary? Let's just be for real. Who teaching what we saying? Who bringing that? Who bringing this fire like we bringing it? And making it logical, not coming with no narrative. Because all, for all the people that say, oh, Nubin, you a, you a false prophet. You, why, why are y'all listening to me then? Why I kept asking these niggas these questions? They're going to say, well, Nubin, you a false prophet. You a false teacher. Then why are they listening to me? If I say somebody false, I'm not listening to you. If I'm false, why are you listening? You shouldn't listen to anybody that's false. What does that say about you? If I'm false, why are you copying my words? Why is my words being regurgitated? You shouldn't regurgitate the words of a false prophet, especially when you believe in Christ. Christ gave you all you needed in the Bible according to you, so you don't need to listen to me. Look how many people was up in arms about the things I said. You can't be up in arms because you can't tell me, oh, people came across me, oh, because I said something about Israel. I've been saying stuff. I've been I've been teaching for how many years now? And they don't got all kind of stuff on Israel on, on the damn on YouTube. So why am I any different than anybody else? Why does anybody care what I got to say about Israel? Why am I that important? You see? Why am I that important? I'm not important. I shouldn't be. I tell people all the time, I say, if you don't like what I'm saying, just gut about your business. You ain't got to listen to me. You ain't got to accept nothing I say. But the reason why they do it, the reason why they do it is because they know deep down inside that this is real. See, questions are being answered. Questions are being answered. Questions that they're not ready to admit to questions are being answered you see questions real questions are being answered simple as that and these are not the questions these are not the answers they want to their question they wanted a spiritual answer see i gave them a real one i gave them an answer from the soul and when i say what the difference is between spirit and soul the soul makes an impression why because when fire burns something it makes a deep impression see the spirit the spirit materializes like 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 uh dust like when they show you the spirit the spirit materializes like a mist like a dust right that comes and goes. That's what the spirit does. Spirit comes and goes. And they, when you ever hear these people talking about the spirit, see the spirit come and the spirit go, brother. When the spirit get on you, but see the soul, the soul burns. The soul makes an impression. When people say, "I felt that in my soul," or, "I felt that," you know what I'm saying? That made a deep impression where you remember it. That's the difference between spirit and soul. Spirit comes and goes. The soul stays and makes a living impression because that's what fire does. Fire burns something deep inside of you, in your chest. That's what the soul does. That's what the soul does. See, spirit, that don't do a damn thing. It comes, you get all in your, you know, whatever, and then you got about your business. You go about your business. You see? But the power of the soul is to make an impression, and that's what a true miracle does. It makes an impression in the minds of people, and that's what the words of a messenger, a messiah does. It makes an impression in the minds of people. When the messiah comes, the messiah is dealing with the soul. When the Christ comes, he's dealing with the spirit. 
A Christ is a spirit. You already see these people talking about the spirit of Christ is on me, the spirit of Christ. Right? The Holy Ghost. The mist. The spirit is on me, the Holy Ghost, the mist. The Christ, the living Messiah, the living Messiah makes a deep impression, a mental impression, a physical impression by change. You see, this is how you knew Elijah Muhammad was in that line of a Messiah. Elijah Muhammad was. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad, even Dr. York, was in that line of a, a Messiah, a messenger. You see, because you you don't have to like them people, but they did change people's lives for the better. They changed people's lives for the better. Hell, the white man look at George Washington as a Messiah. So of these white people, they look at George Washington as a Christ figure because he, he upgraded white people. You see, he changed the lives of white people for the better. A lot of them looked at George Washington in a messianic type of way. But they got the right to do that because he made their lives better. But the minute we got somebody who, who making people's lives better, oh, he a cult leader. Because they don't like, because you don't like that person. I would never begrudge people. That's why I say I don't understand how people do that. You know, like I talk about L. Ron Hubbard and whatnot in Scientology, but L. Ron Hubbard, He's a he's a prophet and the Messiah for the Scientologists. He could be that. L. Ron Hubbard could be a prophet and a, and a miracle worker for those people who are on that level mentally, even though it's three-dimensional. But he could be a prophet for those people. He could be a, a Messiah for those people. You see, he could be a messenger for those people. Well, I ain't going to say he's a Messiah. He could be a messenger. You see, he could be a, he could be a messenger for those people. That's somebody who comes for a group of people to raise them up, you know, really, and really change their lives. You see, the soul makes a living impression. It burns things. And you know how when you get branded with something, if you get branded with something, if you get branded with something, then that's a living impression. That's a living impression if you get branded with something. That's a living impression. You see, we have to start being those living impressions again. We have to start being those living impressions again. That's the true and living power. When people see our lives changing. See, that's why people don't really take the people's lives. They don't take them people in the church seriously. They don't. They don't take the people in church seriously. You don't. T- you don't take these people seriously. You know why they don't take those people seriously? Because they know they just doing their little game, their little act. They doing their little whatever, and they doing their little shuffle and whatnot. And then they go ahead about their business. They don't take them people seriously. You see. So the reality comes when people are able to make real life changes. That's when the reality comes. That's what a Messiah does. He changes the lives of the people. He raises the minds of the people. He changes them for the greater. He raises them and changes them for the greater. And again, if that's not something that is doable, if that is not something that is able to happen, then guess what? That person is not a Messiah. Because, again, these, the, the Christians, the Muslims, they ain't changing nobody. 
They're not changing nobody. How are you changing somebody by telling them the same thing they heard already? How are you changing people? How are you how are people being altered? How can how can Christ come back as a Christian? Uh, so your so called Christ come back teaching what he taught before? How can how can you people claim that a prophet gonna come from y'all and y'all saying the same thing? That obviously didn't do anything to change y'all in the first place. You see. Okay, let's say it made you better people, it made you nicer people, it made you more peaceful people. That's good. But that's not what a Messiah comes to do. A Messiah doesn't come to make nice people. The Messiah doesn't come to make people who are pleasant. The Messiah comes to make people who are real, real in their evolution, real in their thinking, and concrete. He burns a message in their mind and alters them forever. That's what a living Messiah does, and that's the miracle he performs. He changes or he extends or opens the minds of the people to the future, to the continuous future of endless possibilities. We'll be right back.
and lasts in continuous days. See, miracles are coming upon the people because, see, even the people who disagree with the message, because the message, the message permeating the minds of the people, even the message, even like even this message, and in the in the short amount of time it's been out, it's you know how many people that have been hearing this message, and it's permeating the minds of the people. Again, to be able to bring something next level, to have people listen to it, copy from it, take from it, and do all the things they want to take, try to remix it and make it their own. You know what I'm saying? Again, and then try to lie and say, oh, we'll see, knowledge come from everywhere. Man, come on, man. People do stuff like this because, again, this just goes to show you that there is a real train of thought. There is an extended train of thought, and a real Messiah brings the people who are willing to accept that to that level, to that train of thought. Everybody's not going to accept that train of thought as reality because people in this three-dimensional world, they don't live in a real world. They live in a fantasy world. They live in a fantasy world that was created by the, was created for the, by the beast for them. That's why they believe that miracles are magic tricks. They believe that magic tricks are miracles. That's really what people believe. People believe that miracles are magic tricks, illusions, optical illusions, walking on water, walking through fire, things like that. You see, they believe that. You see. Again, there is a reason why your Christ in the Bible was written like that. I told you it was meant to mesmerize people. It was meant to give Jesus, the so-called character Jesus, more of a miraculous, from the word miracle, more of a miraculous uh, energy than what he really has. You see, because if you just told the story that a guy named Jesus came and he was raising the people, trying to teach them to be Israelites again, and this, that, and the third, and blah, blah, blah. And if you just said that, because those little miracles that he performed, those little so-called miracles were very small, little momentary things, as opposed to his real mission. Why did they point those things out? Because they wanted to put icing on the cake. They wanted you to think that. Magic tricks are miracles. You see, miracles are the extraordinary things that come from the upper dimensions that make their appearance into this three-dimensional realm. And they appear as miracles, things that are miraculous, real things. But again, when you bring people onto a different train of thought, an extended way of thinking, when you produce extended images to these people, things, advanced images, ideas, things that raise people's minds. That's a miracle. And when they can accept that and raise their minds, that's a miracle. Raising the minds of the people. I'm going to say it again. Raising the minds of the people from the dead, because the dead represents the people in the three-dimensional realm. Raising the minds of the three-dimensional people from the dead is something of a three-dimensional power. If you have the ability to raise people from the dead, that's powerful, mentally, from the mental dead. And I attempted to do that the last few nights. I always attempt to do that in, in, this, in, my, in my broadcast. I always attempt to raise the dead. I'm talking about raise the people from amongst the dead, not actually raise the living mentally dead. Because, like I said, this is not for black people. Black people are mentally dead. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said it over 60 years ago, and it ain't changed. Black people are mentally dead. Because... 
they want to follow narrative. The beast created a false narrative and false characters and called them prophets, called them messiahs, and made their characters miraculous so that people could follow. That's why Christ performed miracles because again, would, would, would Jesus be more? Would Jesus be appealing if you didn't if you didn't hear about the tricks he performed? If Jesus didn't make turn water into wine, you know the story. Jesus Christ turned water into wine and and turned fish into one fish into multiple fish and all this other stuff. If and Christ walked on water, if he didn't do these, you know, so called miracles, would y'all be really mesmerized by him? If he was just some guy who came and was just teaching the people and, and, and trying to and, and have some quotes and things like this and then got hung on the cross, let's just say you took out all the so-called miracles, the magic tricks, and you just had Jesus and his mission of raising the people, how many people do you think would follow Christianity? Let's just be for real here. How many people do you think would follow Christianity? Let's be for real here. Because most of the people are there for the, for the magic tricks. Y'all do know that, right? Most of the people are into that for the magic tricks. Right or wrong? Tell me I'm lying. Most of the people that in, in the church, tell me I'm lying. Most of the people that believe in Christianity, that follow Jesus and all that, they did because they like the magic tricks. How many people, if you took all, if you took those few little things out of his, you know, those things where he walking on water and turning fish into, and, and multiplying the loaves of bread and the fish and the wine, you took all those so-called magic tricks out, how many people do you think would be Christians? How many people? It would be much less. And see, when it would, the truth is, the Israelites, the Christians, and all these people that's waiting on Jesus to come back, they want him to come back and do more magic tricks and call them miracles. That's really what they want. That's really what they want, because if they truly believe that Christ was the Messiah, think about that. I want you all to really think about this. And again, this goes into what I said. They got the minds of children. People, you people that believe in God and the devil and Jesus Christ, you got the minds of goddamn children. You have the minds of children. You too, your, your minds are too on a low level to understand the Messiah and what real miracles are, what real work is. That's why these niggas come listen up in here on my broadcast talking this crazy shit about, oh, you know, you a false prophet. See, because Nubin, see, because Nubin, you ain't doing no magic tricks. Nubin, can you make, can you make grapes grow, Nubin? Ain't that what the nigga said to me last night? Can Nubin, Nubin, can you make grapes grow? Yeah, I can plant some seeds in the ground and make them grow. Newbin, you can't you can't make fire come out the sky, Newbin. See, Newbin, you can't see that's what a man if you do that, Newbin, then I believe that you're the Messiah. Ain't that what they ain't that what this nigga said yesterday? Ain't that what this ain't that what the Israelites said? See, Newbin, you can't make grapes grow. Newbin, you can't make rain come from the sky. See, magic tricks. You see? That's what they want. That's what's still in their mind. That's what they, they didn't take nothing away from the Jesus story. What they took was the miracles, the so-called magic tricks. That's what they want. You see, and in the church today, in the church today, preachers do. The, the, what do the preachers do to mesmerize the people? Come on over here, I'm going to lay hands on you and heal you. Come on over here, I'm going to heal you, I'm going to raise you from the dead and all this other stuff. Magic tricks. Magic tricks. 
that's what attracts the people. Because if he's just saying, yeah, look, I'm going to get the people together. We're going to raise our people together and stuff like that. And, and we're going to make ourselves a better people so that we can receive this power, this mental power together so that we can evolve. Because that's the miracle. Raising the people mentally to receive the real living power, which is mental power, telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition. That's the power. That's the miracle. But, of course, the white man, he wants to promote magic tricks. See, he can make it rain. I can throw a bunch of money on the ground. I can make it rain. He can he can turn the fish into to, into he could turn he could transfigure his face again. Magic tricks. Magic tricks. You see, they want exactly they want a mind blowing experience. They want magic tricks. They want their Messiah. Because again, if the if if Christ don't come back and Christ ain't doing magic tricks, guess what? They were nigga, you a false prophet. If a guy come and say he Christ, if he come back and do magic tricks, so damn, you know, that's that's magic tricks. If a white man came right now with long hair and a beard on his face and he knew how to do magic tricks, you know what I'm saying? He did the magic tricks. He could walk on the water. They could do the optical illusions and stuff like that. You Israelites will follow him. I, I really, y'all would be like, oh, you know, it don't matter no more. And he just came in the spirit of a white man, but Christ is real. Look at the miracles he performed. Look at the magic tricks he did. Y'all will follow. Tell me I'm wrong. You see, tell me I'm wrong. They're not interested in real miracles. Real miracles is raising the minds of the people. Real miracles is extending the minds of people and putting us on a high mental level so that we can receive the true power, which is our mental capabilities as the almond. That's the real miracle, so that we can sit up here and alter the minds of people, so that we can send telepathic messages, communication. See, that's what the real Messiah does. He raises a chosen group of people. They they got the real think tank, the real mental tank. They ain't sitting around here waiting on somebody to do magic tricks. You see, take all the miracles out the Bible. Take all the so-called miracles, magic tricks, and whatnot that 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 somebody wrote about that y'all really don't know. Y'all believe that happened. See how many people would follow Jesus just off his message? Just off his message, y'all. Hell, y'all don't follow just now. Now, did this guy say the Christ? It's not about Christ in the physical. It's about Christ in the spirit. Okay, you got Christ in the spirit. You got the message. Why y'all niggas ain't right? Why you ain't right? Why you got Christ's message? He in the spirit. I mean, mentally, because the guy, other guy said, your heart is your head, your mind. So your heart is your brain. So you got the message of Christ in your brain. So then. All you Israelites say that, then why y'all going off? Why y'all all got the different message? Why y'all all in confusion? Shouldn't y'all all be saying the same thing? If Christ is stronger in the spirit, meaning in the word, in your mind, a.k.a. your heart, your brain and your heart, why is why y'all all, all why y'all banging against each other? Can't walk. Why y'all going against each other, you Israelites? I said it. Why y'all going? Why are you Christians doing that? Why are you Muslims doing that in the name of Jesus? Answer because y'all know. Y'all don't care about the message. You care about the magic tricks. And if Christ ain't coming back, you don't want to hear that. Let me take a quick call. DJ Gambler, what's up, man? Hello? I'm trying to answer you, DJ Gambler. I see you, but I can't. I can't open your thing. You got to call from a number because it's not. Ta- it's not letting me open up your call. I see you, Gambler, but I got four minutes left, brother. Try to call back at another number tomorrow because it's not letting me open up your call. I need numbers up there. Can't take it from there. 
All right. But God, let me answer these questions, man, before we get out of here. Who is the real Messiah and what are the miracles he brings? The real Messiah is the messenger of Amen. You already know who that is. And the, and the miracles that he brings is the raising of the people. Again, raising our people from the dead. When they talk about raising the people from the dead, it's talking about raising people from the mentally dead, man. You three-dimensional people, y'all mentally dead, man. That's why you want to sit around here and follow um, um, a bunch of characters and books doing magic tricks, and you call them real messiahs, and you call their magic tricks miracles. That's childish, man. That's really childlike nonsense. The real messiah is raising the minds of the people, raising them to a higher level. That's what the real messiah came to do. Raising them toward the fourth dimension. Real talk. No no games. No magic tricks. I ain't doing no damn magic tricks. But I, I, got, I got some. I'm starting to master this mental telepathy, though. It's wonderful. I am starting to master that. So stay tuned. What are miracles? Miracles are extraordinary things. And extraordinary things come from that upper dimension, the fourth dimension. Real things. Not magical things. Real things. Extended mental capability. What is a messiah? A Messiah is a messenger of Amen. That's all. And he's not for the world. So ain't no Messiah here for the world. A Messiah is for the chosen few. But the vibration of that message will touch the, touch many. Will touch many. It's going to piss a lot of people off. See, the white man had to water down and give you Christ because, see, Christ appeals to everybody. Who don't like hearing about a good, a good uh, story and a guy who could do magic tricks? It's the same reason why y'all go to the movie today. Y'all go to the movies today. That's why the Israelites believed that Christ coming back with 100 million angels to fight the white man. You guys, your imagination is something else. Star Wars. Does the world need a Messiah and miracles? Of course it does need it because for the next world to come in, there has to be a messenger of Amen to raise that people up mentally to bring in the next world. And it will be miraculous, truly miraculous. Hell, it's miraculous right now. It's a great time to be living. Great time. We actually seeing the extension and the and the and the regeneration of Amen on earth through the elect, through the chosen elect, the real chosen men of the, and women of the Lord, the Amen race. How would the world be affected by a living Messiah and the miracles? You see them already. They bugging out of their mind. They coming in here calling calling us cult leaders, calling something crazy and all that. They're gonna lose their damn mind, man. Because they getting a burst of reality. And they don't like it. But that's it. We're going to close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust and Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Nubin Menkare's messenger of Amen. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see y'all back here tomorrow night at 10 and, oh, Mesoamerican Radio, 730 tomorrow. Good night. Is this really the end, or is it a new beginning, a new reality? So many misconceptions, so many evil deceptions, I've come to give direction, for I am the lifesaver. So many misconceptions, so many evil deceptions, I've come to give direction, for I am the lifesaver. Like a jazz player, I improvise wisely, free with the style, I flow like the Nile, but remember, don't mistake the smile, deep-rooted is my rhyming, like ancient African grill, 
precise is my timing. But let me get to the essence of what I'm saying here. Too many blood red streets with bodies laying there. The systematic fanatics are at it again. Trying to kill me and all of us, my friends. But don't bend to the mental strain. Against all odds, we must strive for essential gains. Be true to the life the Lord gave you. And that's a message from the lifesaver. The lifesaver. So many misconceptions. So many evil deceptions. I've come to give direction. For I am the lifesaver. So many misconceptions. So many evil deceptions. I've come to give direction. For I am the lifesaver. Man, to squash a fight, then to set one off. Knowledge, I'll let some off. Cause nowadays, everybody's a killer. And as for me, no other MC is iller. But still, a thorn scrapes my heart when I see another life that's been torn apart. Over nonsense, no law, no order. It's evident that the money only takes precedence. Cause everybody wants power. While the innocent are born or die during every hour. I tower as I look upon evil, but I muster the strength to spark awareness in my people. And we will learn to respect our neighbors. Another message from the lifesaver. The lifesaver. So many misconceptions. So many evil deceptions. I've come to give direction. For I am the lifesaver. So many misconceptions. So many evil deceptions. I come to give direction for I am the lifesaver. 